tell me that you built a time machine? Uh, get the Inconceivable! Inconceivable! Get, 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 get. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. I'll have what she's having. Okay, welcome to Picked in High School. This is the podcast where we review 80s films. Uh, my name is Lex. And I'm Miss. The sultry Miss today. Yeah, I've got a bit of a bad voice. We Lex and Miss. Uh, yeah. Why do you have a bad voice, Meryl? Well, I don't have COVID because I had a test. Yes, did you? <laughs> so did you. Yeah. Mm. Hey, it's not my fault that he made you get a test. That was, that well, to be fair, he you. asked me. He I could did have said ask no. you. I could have said no. I mean, chances were if I had had it, you probably would have had it too. Yeah, I think they just wanted to get the numbers up. Well, they asked us to get the kids done, but the kids basically had like a hysterical really. mental breakdown yeah, and yeah. refused. Clever Hendrix, he was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah whatever. But no, I don't have COVID-19. I just have a, like a black cold. Yeah, yeah. I'm all right. I'm getting better. You, I, you can hear your voice today. Well, yeah, I completely lost it. We would have done this podcast yesterday, but you had no voice. It's <laughs> true. It would have been just me talking to myself and you yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> But, but as a good human, you have healed have and healed. your voice is healed. Yep. Yeah, it's still a bit it's sultry though. Sounds yeah, pretty cool. Thanks. This might come out really well. Thank you. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, what are we doing today? Beverly Hills Cop by yeah. accident. <laughs> by accident well because it just came on the other night and we we're in front of the television yes and i was like let's watch it and then we kept watching it even though it was really late because like who what parent starts a movie at like 10 30 but we decided to yeah and well it's holidays it's holidays i'm on holidays so yeah, i've still got a week off it's such a funny movie yeah i forgot how funny it is it's pretty good it's really good yeah yeah it's um, early 80s 1984 yeah okay quickly give me the plot well, it's based on a Detroit cop, which yep. kind of I never realised before. Um, played by Eddie Murphy, Axel Foley, who is um, meets up with an old mate that he grew up with, and then something happens. Well, despite sorry, he's a bit of more of a he's a bit of a rogue cop. He's a rogue cop, a bit of an edgy cop. Yeah. He does things. He he's does. Not some, he's not illegal. Corrupt. No, no, yeah. he just does things his own way. He. Crosses the boundaries a few yeah, times. Yeah, but I think he probably gets results. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we see him go to Beverly Hills and then, like, just, yeah, the yeah. ensuing chaos. But it's it's just so funny, Eddie Murphy. I just forgot how funny he is yeah. when he goes off on his tangents. I'll get to that. But in terms of the plot, his mate who he sees is a, a con. Well, he was cut out of prison and then he was, he's, his mate has stolen bonds. Yeah. Yeah, From, like, a big time drug runner lord s- yeah slash hiding under the guise of art dealer yeah. in la yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah so that's why he has to get to beverly hills to figure this out yep um so he's in front of him actually he gets knocked out but and his mate gets taken out yeah and that's when all the chaos and the craziness starts because he drives from detroit to he LA. drives to detroit to la it's such a long seemingly way. overnight <laughs> yeah quickly in that old shitty yeah. chevy blue chevy <laughs> yeah but like it's, it's a really long way it is i'm sure it's well, a... we've done a fair amount of driving around america and well i'd say at least a 16 hour drive oh pff, i reckon it's more than that like we, I mean, we drove all up and down the East Coast and it is, you know, mm. significant distances. It but that a, is across the country. Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess... He had nothing you know, holding him back. He no, he was on vacation. 
yeah, know, yeah, forced, 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 forced well, you know, he took it himself. He took it himself, yeah, but yeah. I think it was like, you know, yeah, yeah. it's probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. After a bit of a sting gone wrong. Yeah, exactly. And back to Eddie Murphy. Yes. So fuck me. He's hilarious. He's freaking hilarious. Yeah. I love it. I, I'm, he I'm came sure. to fame in the 80s. Like, yeah. Let's... But I reckon that some of his sort of like long-winded speeches in this movie were totally like. ad lib For sure. Totally. For sure. The one in the hotel is hilarious. Yeah. In the yeah. beginning. And yeah. so is the one in the bonded warehouse when he pretends to be the customs officer. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just so good. There's no way that he someone could have scripted that for no. him. No. He just, he's just off the top it, oh, of the head. Oh, God. He's brilliant uh, like that. He just throws lines <laughs> out there that just make you laugh. That's so funny. Um, what and he was, uses his comedy. What year was Raw? Look, I think Raw was 80s, but Delirious was late 70s. Okay, so was Raw before this? Raw was before this. I would okay. say Raw So he was doing stand-up and then he moved into movies in mm. Hollywood. Yeah. Of course, he's a comedian first and foremost. Okay. Um, did he do Saturday Night Live? He did Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, there's a few ones that, <laughs> that I remember when watching the Kill My Landlord one. Anyway. Um, yeah, he did skits on, on Saturday Night Live and he did a lot of other movies from the 80s as well. Mm. So obviously this is one of the bigger franchise ones. But yeah. How many is there? Two or three? Hours, three? Three, I think three, yeah. Uh, 48 Hours and Golden Child and Coming to America. Golden Child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that Trading movie. Places. Like oh, he trading was, Places he was on so fire. Good. He was yeah. like heaps of good 80s films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right, it all started off with, you know, the cult following of, of Delirious yeah. and Raw, which is on Netflix now. I'm pretty sure they're oh, both on it. We watched it one night. Um, it was so funny. And if it is 70s and eight, early 80s, it's still relevant and still funny. Yeah, like he is funny. Yeah, he's funny. He's a crazy um, guy. But yeah, so he's the main actor. Obviously, he's he's the headline. And yeah, the reason why you would watch this is pretty much him. But there mm. are some other good 80s actors in there. There are. Um, Judge Reinhold. Yeah. He's one of my favourites, mainly because of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Well, yeah, we made a joke as we were watching it. You and you were saying, I love all these movies. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's only in Fast Times and this and the sequel. No, I just, I don't know, because I love Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So yeah. he's, you know... That infamous bathroom scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, keep, keep that for when we do fast nights. Um, but yeah, his his deadpan humor, you kind of he's just so his like, delivery of lines. Yeah, he's just like so innocent in this film too. Exactly. But, you know, he's like, kind of the same character, but now he's yeah, got a job. Yeah, he's just like happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Strip club. Yeah, yeah. She likes me. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, and Paul Reisner made a. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Just briefly. Like yeah. A funny God, and he gets credit at the start. I'm like, oh, okay, he must have a big role. Yeah, really no, really, really, but yeah. there's, you know, um, but the funny one. Yeah, there's a few sneaky, <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> First and foremost is, oh, what's his name? I don't know the actor's name. We looked it up. It was like Bronson. Yeah, yeah. And shit, but it's Balky Baltokamus from Trading, uh, from a uh, different world. Perfect Strangers from Perfect Strangers. So I love Perfect Strangers. I never kid. watched it. Oh my god, I we thought it was hilarious. Growing pain. We watched Growing Pains. I watched them all. I watched Family Matters, Growing Pains, Full House, yeah. uh, Tony Danza's, what is it? Who's the Boss? Oh, who's the Boss? Um, we didn't watch that because my mum didn't like Tony Danza. Really? Yeah. You don't like Tony Danza? I don't know. Everybody loves Tony Danza. Ask her when you see her. <laughs> He's a boss, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but definitely watched um, Perfect Strangers, and it was the premise. And, and he played a similar character. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's the art dealer here. No, no he's like works. The sales. The, he's like the sales. Well, like he's like the 
receptionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got you some know? great, great, great yeah, lines. He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. And uh, and similarly, uh, Damon Wayne <laughs> makes a, a cameo. Take them, take them yeah, who's a, it's a good role in the banana in the tailpipe he, scene. Funny. Um, <laughs> he's so young. Yeah. And he's so young, but I think because obviously. <laughs> Eddie Murphy must have had him as, yeah, as sure. a, uh, under his wing mm. as an apprentice or something because comedians seem to do that. They kind of bring someone up with mm. him and I think Damon Wayans was his probably prodigy. Um, and obviously Damon Wayans had gone into bigger things. Oh, he went to Saturday Night Live as well. Yeah, he was on Saturday Night Live as he's well. He's scary movie out though. Oh, I like him. He's the other one, uh, Living Colour. Um, but him and his brother, they, they do the scary movie franchise, right? Is no, two of his brothers. So two that's of, Marlon he doesn't do and, it. And, and, and I saw them. At Universal Studios. Do you remember that? No. Did I never tell you that? Was I there? No, I was in LA maybe the first time I went there, I think. So like early, like 2002 or something. And I was going down those, like, you know, those really big um, escalators that go down yeah, to the bottom yeah, of the park where yeah, Jurassic yeah. Ride is. Hmm. And I fucking saw them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, it's Phil Wayne's brothers. And they looked at me and I looked at them and then it was just like, <laughs> How many, yeah. damn, how many Wayne's brothers are there? I don't know, but there was a lot of them that day. There's heaps of them. Yeah. And now even his son is on in TV yeah. shows, isn't I can't it? believe I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, anyway, I saw them at Universal. I saw Hugh Hefner at Universal Studios too. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't I? Yeah. No, that not wasn't the same trip, but anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. All right. Well, mm. um, that's for another day. That's for another day. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what does this movie mean to you? Well, you know, I ha- I have this is not one of the movies that like I've watched religiously. Like mm. I've seen it a few times. I've seen it more as I've gotten older, to mm. be honest, because mm. it's not really a movie that would appeal, you know, to the kids when you're a kid so so much. Yeah, well, yeah, but um, it's pretty iconic. Like. It is iconic. I like the soundtrack that yeah. that that really appeals to me, and I just think it's funny. It's just a freaking funny movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's um a bit more action, obviously. Yeah. Um, a bit more humor. Yeah. Adult humor. Yeah. It's just really funny the contrast between the Detroit police station and the Beverly well, Hills. Well, that's what I think. This and you know? I guess later in in life, I, I guess grew to love Beverly Hills as we live there. Yeah. Well, not Beverly Hills, Westwood. We live next door. Next door. We spent enough time there. But that was my favorite cheesecake factory, the one in Beverly Hills. Not to mention the um, the cupcake store. Oh, sprinkles. Yeah. Oh, man. I wish COVID would break off. <laughs> so we go to back. America right now. Yeah, so sprinkles. Maybe is... not right now. Well, those scenes where they're going to Fendi and they're going to yeah, like, yeah, Royce yeah. and they're showing yeah. that. I think that appealed. I don't know. Maybe appealed to me. Maybe the reasons why we were like, okay, cool. Let's go to LA. But he, that scene at the start where he's kind of people watching and laughing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That, the two guys in the Michael Jackson yeah. thriller outfit. I feel like when we were there, we would yeah, do the same sort of thing. We just walked through, walk, yeah, look at people and watch them and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously, it's a bit different now. Like, now they got people trying to sell you their wraps oh, God, <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that. But there's still yeah. all the there's still all the people kind of walking up and mm. down and, and you're like, wow. It's like, yeah. just trying to show off wealth and you're like, this is nuts. Yeah. Can we go to the um, Tiffany's there one? Yeah, I bought Tiff from Tiffany's there. Yeah. I had one of mine cleaned there too when we lived there. Yeah. I used to shop at the Pottery Barn on Rodeo Drive. It was on Rodeo, wasn't it? And the Gap. That's where you bought those shorts from. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't become a big deal in the end. What? Rodeo Drive. Oh, then we weren't, we weren't shopping in those. No, but, but the point is, is that we spent enough time there that it didn't become, it wasn't like 
really a thing, a huge thing to us. Yeah, I guess it was pretty close though. You know? We would drive there in two minutes at the time. Yeah, like people go there to see it, which, you know, is, is great. Like, oh, the first know. time I went to LA, remember yeah. those signs? Yeah, and you were saying, yeah. oh man, everyone takes yeah, photos. Yeah, everyone takes it. Because when we drive past, there'd be like 20 First time I went there, I went with the, the guys, and the, that was like all eight of us were packed on that yeah, sign yeah. and taking a photo. But once you live, like it's like, oh, it's just, yeah. you know. Yeah, but you'd have that moment where you see those people, tourists doing the same thing. Like, yeah, but in know. terms of the police, the only thing I ever saw the Beverly Hills police doing were moving homeless people on. Yeah. I feel like that's their their jam. They just yeah. protect that little neighborhood. Yeah. And they deal with like homeless people and if there's maybe a break in in one of the houses or something. But like yeah. and that's the premise of the movie is that these cops are like they're, they're almost a little bit soft. They're a bit toy copy. Because they're not used to dealing with, you know, real crime. <laughs> real like Detroit like Detroit. Come yeah, on. Detroit. Like the, yeah, contrast. You know, especially in the eighties. Yeah. Because yeah. that was when the car industry was like going gone you know and crime and the empty buildings like right, right, you know right, right yeah so there's a big contrast there between police roles mm. Mm, i mm, guess mm. which just makes it funny that's why eddie movie's character is, mm. is stands out so well because technically beverly hills police district is separate to lapd oh, which we know to be like a very problematic police force back in the day yeah. like i hope they've made strides now they still haven't figured out who killed biggie smalls yeah, well, that was, didn't that happen in Vegas? Oh, no, that was no, Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, no, that's right. It happened on, we went there. Yeah, Fairfax. Oh, Fairfax, yeah. yeah Fairfax, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Anyway, the, uh, yeah. Motor Too many memories. What makes this 80s? Oh, it's everything about this movie is 80s. The, yeah. the fashion. Yeah. The cars. Yeah. Um, Definitely the cars. You know, just like the, the way things are dealt with. <laughs> it's just 80s. Yeah. It's a very um, a movie that's really heavily populated by older white men too. You see that in the police force, mm. you know. Um, Again, probably why Eddie Murphy yeah. contrasts so well. Yeah, but mm. you know, like it's it it's so eighties this movie, but the themes mm. are still relevant, especially mm. with what happened in the states last year. Like the themes of br police brutality, well, not mm. necessarily, but you know, like he punches him. Taggart, you know, the partner, yeah, yeah. like, punches him in the stomach, you know. Yeah, but then like, has to try to Apologise, yeah. you know. But, like, that's the thing. It's like there's there's still some thematic crossovers to oh. modern day. Oh, of course. And I think that's, a, that's a topic that we'll, we'll still be talking about in 20 years. Oh, God. Obviously, you want yeah. to hope that things get better, but, you know. Well, I think it's progress, obviously. Um the Black Lives Matter movement, but there's still a long way to go. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, LAPD was like, really known to be very problematic, yeah. not just with corruption, but with police brutality. Yeah. And they, and especially in the 90s, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't know. Well, there's a funny scene where um, we're talking about the Beverly Hills Cop. It's not the, um, not the LAPD, but, but one of the black officer kind of follows him up and he asks him a question. He's like, yeah. come what he says, but he puts a, a typical He's white voice on. He's like, like hey, him too much. Yeah. He's like, why do you talk like that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like putting on his white accent. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you've been hanging around him too much. <laughs> yeah. And he just laughs at him. But um, yeah. Eddie Murphy's just laughing at everything. Like his laugh <laughs> itself <laughs> is just hilarious. So and it's just so contagious <laughs> as well. His laugh will make you laugh. Yeah, it's true. If you just yeah. sat in, uh, in front of a Cameron laugh for an hour and a half. You'd still laugh. Okay, favorite scene. Mm. This one's tough. Okay, so I think 
like I there's so many good scenes in this movie, but I really like the hotel check-in scene. Yes. Where he's like he realizes it's it's like not it's not a real hotel in his past, but it's something like the Beverly Hills Hotel or the mm. Wilshire one, you know. Mm. What's the one for Pretty Woman? Uh that's the Beverly Region Wilshire. Yeah. Um but which is a real hotel. But mm. you know, and he goes up he's like, right, so he's gonna have to go off and pretend he's like I'm here. I've traveled all night from Rolling Stones magazine to interview Michael Jackson, you know, and then he pulls out like the race car, basically. Does, yeah. like, you but know, in a comical way. In a comical way, you know, yeah. drops the inward and stuff. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's just like he his timing and he, like, it's his delivery just is impeccable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and immediately like the, the staff scramble, the manager's like, of course yeah. you have this room, blah, 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 yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's just like. He's yeah. like, Okay, well, well, I'll take it. But if Michael Cole's telling about room, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, and it's just quick on his feet, and you, and, you, and you believe that he's thinking of it on the spot. Yeah, like obviously it's scripted, but I guess we believe that a lot of mm. it is just off the top of his dome because yeah. it's just that quick. What's your favorite scene? Ah. Uh, I guess for a long time it was, you know, the, the banana and the pal. Oh, yeah, I love that one too. Um, yeah. Because, I don't yeah. know, both Judge's character yeah. is just so, like, you're, like, boyish. You're like, oh, thank you. have got a salad. Thank you. <laughs> in the meantime, he's just putting bananas in the tailpipe. Yeah. I need to do that to see if it ever really works. Well, funny you say that. My dad used to always be like, whenever someone pisses me off, I want to get some squash balls and jam them up the exhaust pipe. <laughs> squash balls. That's very 80s. <laughs> yeah, I think this was in the eighties because we'd watch we'd watch this and you'd be like, nah, squash balls would be better because then you look in the tailpipe, all you can see is black. But do you reckon maybe on older cars it's a thing? Like maybe on newer cars it wouldn't. I don't know. Well, now you need two because it's usually two <laughs> exhaust pipes. Um, Man, next time someone pisses me off, <laughs> jam a banana in the tailpipe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that and the surge, the introduction of the surge. I can't do his act. I'm going to not give you justice. But it's like, yes, I do it myself. It's like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put a twist in It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just, they're back and forth and really well. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. No, no, I do. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, oh but yeah, those two scenes are great. Um, <laughs> Which is probably goes to my favourite line. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I think my favourite line is when he, like, when he, like, yeah, like, get, get Michael Kors putting through to my room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so funny. Yeah, yeah. Because Michael Jackson, 1984, that was when Thriller dropped. So, like, like 1983. But, mm. you know, he just would have been like, oh, my God. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so full on at that time, so it's a, it's just so funny. Where did Murphy was that famous? He probably knew Michael Jackson. For oh, real. I'm sure he did. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. All right. Well, millennials get this film. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Definitely. Yeah. It's just easy. Like it's. Mm. I don't want to say it's Rush Hour because Rush Hour is more like Lethal Weapon. But yeah, Rush Hour is like Lethal Weapon, isn't it? But or whatever the modern equivalent version of it is, but it's a yeah. cop film. It's yeah. a happy-go-lucky cop film. Um, yeah. You know, they bust and, the baddies at the end. And, like, the themes of, like, friendship. Like, he's going to avenge his friend, yeah. his boyhood friend. Yeah. And also he meets up with his, their other, their third, sort of third friend, who's mm. their female friend from, from yeah. school, high yeah. school or whatever, yeah. you know. So it's like there's this nice little connection there, like, you know, and it's that, that mateship, like, he's going to... Yeah, you know? he's quite loyal. Yeah, um, he is. He's got these quite different uh, characteristics, but, you know, obviously funny and edgy and, mm. um, you know, doesn't do everything by the book. 
But imagine being able to loyal. like just spin that kind of bullshit in real life to like get you away. Maybe some good cops can do stuff like that. Well, I think so. I mean, it's not necessarily a skill that it's for cops only. Like, there's obviously salesmen have to yeah. kind of think on the top of their dome, and comedians obviously have to think on the yeah. top of their dome. So, obviously, heaps of professions that do it, but but obviously, he does. He's probably one of the best. Anything that wouldn't fly. Like I said, there's some sort of themes that cross over to now. And it's mm. a fairly diverse film. Like I think that we see correct representation in Detroit of mm. what, you know, the mm. population reflects yeah. there. Yeah. And I think we see correct representation of what the Beverly Hills population yeah. reflects yeah. So as well. I want to say 80% of the cops in Detroit were probably black. Yeah. Um, and I want to say 100% of the – oh, no, no. Close to 100%. 95%. I don't know now. It might be <laughs> yeah. different. But I think, you know, it is a very white yeah. neighbourhood or they call it a city, Beverly yeah. Hills. Yeah. So, you know, I think that that's sort of, I mean, I guess the only thing is, is there's kind of a lack of female representation. Um, in the cops? Yeah. yeah. You know. For both. Um, for both. But that, you know, again, would reflect that I think it would have time. been in the 80s a very male-dominated Absolutely. Profession. Probably. Do you think it's still male-dominated? I don't know. Uh, there's more females. Yeah. There's a lot more. I'd say it's like. 55-45 now or 60-40. In some areas, I reckon. Yeah. Not in all areas. I reckon there's more male detectives, mm. probably more female constables, like on the beat, you know. On the beat. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Fucking hell. In uniform. Yeah, in yeah, uniform. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Our knowledge of cops isn't the greatest. No. <laughs> it's on the beat. Everything we've learned from movies. <laughs> cops are top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they dropped the N-word a few times. Yeah, but it's he okay said okay when Eddie's saying. Yes. It's not okay for other people to say Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. He makes it comical. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like it's it's cultural yeah. in that sense, the yeah. way he's using it. Yeah. It's not being used as a slur. Yeah. It's more the race car and just playing. Yeah. So, but you in know, a comical way, like so I, I don't find that offensive because I know. I know the intent behind oh, it. If you find that word offensive, don't watch Delirious or Raw. Yeah, no, I've seen them with you. <laughs> I just I to our lovely listeners when here. it's used in a way that's derogatory, derogatory yeah. you know, by people yeah. who shouldn't be using yeah. that word. Yeah. Well, what, about, what is your thoughts on black people taking that word back? I think it's their word to take back, mm-hmm. you know. It, but do you still don't find it offensive? Like, no, I, guess I, I still find it. What, what do you mean? Like when, rap, find, when rappers use it. Um, I don't know. It's a really hard question for a white person to answer i don't yeah. really think it's my place to comment yeah. on that yeah i think if they want to use that word and they're comfortable with it then it's their choice mm-hmm. but it's never going to escape my lips mm-hmm. you know and yeah mm-hmm. and when i oh i've seen some younger people using that word white people and i just want to like yeah punch him in the face yeah. like they think they're cool saying it or something and yeah I'm just like, i guess every teenager has that phase yeah where... i think so i think that's true but i just especially with what's going on now yeah. people should be aware well yeah um you especially know? in america especially in america but i'm sure they are i think uh, here, here it's more i don't think they realize the the severity, the severity of the word yeah. and i think it is thrown around more yeah you know yeah and i just not not like not sorry, not thrown around, but I think yeah. sometimes teenagers that I've witnessed using that word yeah. are more likely to do it here because they don't understand. And they probably don't know many black people. No. Yeah. I just yeah. So anyway, yeah. I mean it's it's a, like a really like I don't really feel qualified enough to comment on that. Yeah. All I know is that it's Well look, I mean you know, if I'm in the car and rapping along, 
then yeah, but I don't know. My, my thoughts are like the person put that word in there for the song and people want you to sing along the songs. So, are you on your own? Well, that's the question. Definitely for black friends in the car, I probably wouldn't. Um, and if the kids are in the car, obviously I wouldn't. Mm. I guess if you're on your own, you're singing along to the song. But again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Mm. I don't know. Obviously, I always, always question. But I know you, and you would never use that word in a slur. No, no, ever. No, you know, you just that's just not you. No, I mean, why would I? Like, there's no, there's no reason for me to do that. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like. I think most reasonable people would know that he was using it in a comedic way. Oh, absolutely. And it's his right to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Cool. So. What are your thoughts on the soundtrack? Our soundtrack is fabulous. Oh my god, it's amazing! It's From so the get go, it's so good. At yeah. these, yeah. you know, the heat is on. Pointer Sisters, Neutron Dance, and the theme song, yes. which, like any good eighties movie, was written for the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's named Axel F. <laughs> yeah, which is Axel Foley, obviously. And um, there's obviously remakes of that song. Yes, one by Phoenix's favorite frog Crazy song. Frog. Oh my god, it's so painful. <laughs> it gets stuck in your head. But yeah, obviously, that's a really, really good, really good soundtrack. And yeah, parts of it very eighties where they sing along, Mm. give you the plot in the song, (laughs) Um, and yeah, just some good, some good tunes. Some very good tunes. Um, Cool. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I mean it was just an accidental viewing, but I'm glad we watched it. Oh, of course, I watched it. Like I've watched this. Times. Heaps of times. Yeah. yeah, I do fall asleep at the end though. Yeah, often. you you fall asleep at the end of every movie, babe. Well, I think in these long scenes where it's quiet, <laughs> you always say oh, I that. I might be not off. Or like, <laughs> it's just like old. a two or three minute. Yeah, anyway. Um, Mind you, you've been doing that since like forever. Depends how it was pretty late when we watched. It was. It was yeah, very late. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, what do you give it out of ten? Mm, I give this movie an eight out of ten. I really like it. I feel like it's fair. Mm. But then I'm thinking uh, we compare it to other ones that maybe. Yeah, it's different though. Like I'm, I'm comparing it in different sort of types of yeah. movies. Yeah, I, for I that think genre, it's, Yeah, it's a great film. It yeah. really is. And I'm yeah. not even doing it like taking two away. It just feels like a solid eight. Favorite Eddie Murphy film? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I, look, I love Coming to America. Yeah. But I just love his American character in this. I guess this kind of um, shows you his depth. Oh yeah. In terms of acting and and yeah, and the imp- improvisation is just fucking killer. Yeah. Like he's just so funny in it, and he's just it's just like yeah, I don't know. He's just so good in it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a solid. And eight. his character is so cool. Yeah, he is so cool. <laughs> I hope I can be that cool one day. You could be that cool. Is it Axel Foley? Yeah, you'd be like Meryl Foley. <laughs> like Mez Foley. Mez he's, F. He's, a, he's just, he's, he's cool. Crazy Frogs. He's we'll funny in the strip, the strip club too. Oh, that's a good thing too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like how he like immediately figures out that there's two dojos in there. Like yeah, he's yeah. just a good cop. Shows his cop skills. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I want to give it an eight as well. Yeah, it's a solid eight. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a hard eight. It's a hard eight. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that's it for today. Yeah. Um, so like and subscribe. Uh, share this, man. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. hit us up on Happy the socials. Happy New Year. If you're in lockdown, man, it sucks. But we'll get through this. And see you next time. Peace. Bye. Bye. Now, after you something to drink, a wine, a cocktail, a, a espresso.
No, I'm fine, thank you. I'll make it myself, right back there with a little lemon twist. It's good. Try it. No, I'm, I'm fine. I see you look at this piece. Yeah, I was wondering how much something like this went for. $130,000. Get the fuck out of here! No, I cannot. It's serious, because it's very important piece. Have you ever sold one of these? Sell it yesterday to a collector. Get the fuck no, out of here! I'm serious. I said it myself. <laughs>